Good afternoon, back community. Uh, you know how I like to start these things. As always, thank you for staying involved. Thank you for staying engaged. Uh, today, I have uh, Mr. Kevin Class, who's going to be our guest interview for today. Kev, thank you for being on today, and thank you for affording me your time, bro. My pleasure, man. Okay, okay. Yeah, man, I, I see, I see you, uh, you, uh, you came prepared. And uh, in the picture I used for your promo, you had the insufficient funds joint. Yeah. Culture joint on right now. Yeah. Listen, man, Listen. Uh, all things Albany. Albany's on, man. You know, that's right. You got to support. <laughs> got to support. Got to support. Let me see, man. Um, let me see. Uh, I know, uh, and actually, take, take that back. I'm going to learn a lot more about you through this interview, but I, I, I do know a couple of things I definitely want to dive into with you. Uh, but Here's how I like to kick off all my interviews because uh, the back community, the Capital District area may not know you as well as I know you, Kev. So uh, first question is, uh, what kind of work do you do? Um, and are there any type of passion projects that you're working on? Here's your opportunity to tell the back community about you. So about five years ago, I transitioned over to the um, Albany Sheriff's Department. I work up at the jail as a corrections officer. Before that, I was working with the school district for 14, 15 years, right after I got done with Hudson Valley. Um, and yeah, just wanted to make the move, um, you know, same retirement, so that was good. All my years still counted and, uh, you know, more money and just being able to to help people that, that need it during that time, you know what I mean? So that's always been, uh, I love helping people, so. Okay. Yeah, and, and you you and Lonnie Love in the same spot. Shout out to Lonnie Love. Absolutely, uh, that's my guy. Yeah, yeah. So so that's as as definitely a, a critical work uh, 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 right there, man. It's it's crazy because um, uh, like I said, I, I didn't even know I didn't even know uh, I knew you made a transition. I didn't know where the transition was. Yeah. But uh, shout shout out to you for that transition and, and, and securing the bag for you and baby yeah. girl. So, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Let me see. Let me see. But um, uh, the other part is, uh, what part of the Capital District uh, did you grow up in? So I grew up Second Ave area, Regent Street, you know, Grandview. Um, then I moved over to like the Delaware and Whitehall area, right around high school, right around okay. high school. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I always like to, I'm, I'm always going to break it down, man. Yeah. Uh, to see to figure out which part of the capital district, uh, are you in Schenectady, Detroit, Albany, and then, and then yeah. what part that you actually grew up in because, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's all home. And oh, I remember being, uh, being younger, uh, like a lot of us never got a chance to go to Schenectady, Troy and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're only uh, yeah. a couple of right. years away, but right. they seemed so far away before. Right. Man. So, yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I know you were with the school district, though. You were with the school dis uh, district, you said, about 14 years or so. And then you made the transition over to where you are currently. Uh, uh, how did you choose your career? And uh, was it something that you always uh, uh, envisioned for yourself? So originally, when I was younger, I, uh, I always wanted to be a cop. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to help people, help the community, um, you know, the whole nine. And then... As I went to school, I went to school for criminal justice, finished that. And then, you know, the bills came, I'm not gonna lie. So 
I had to get a job, got a job with the school district, you know, making decent money. And, uh, you know, time just goes on. So before you know it, I was 14 years in kind of at, I was kind of at the ceiling of where I could be mm. in the district. So, um, yeah, I just made that choice. I, I, the test was available for the corrections officer. I took mm. it scored well. And, um, yeah, the rest is history. Rest is history. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Once, uh, uh once, once those student loans, Come out yeah, of deferment, yeah. or it's time to start yeah. paying on it. It's just like Absolutely. you know, I don't have as much time. I don't have right. as much time to play around or to think about it as I, as as I thought that I did. And it's it's time to get to work. Absolutely. So, yeah, man. That's um. I was just having a conversation with one of my nieces uh, up in Albany. I want to say maybe two days ago, but I was just telling her, you know, that Hudson Valley is actually a great school to great. Uh, to go to. And right now, with all of us being more conscious about uh, student loan debt, you know, every if you, everyone's conversation always includes student loan debt, especially if you're talking about finances. So just like before, they would always uh, deter or discourage two-year colleges. Listen, I'm all for it right now yeah. because now going through the process and understanding that there's more affordable ways uh, of paying for school, uh, two-year colleges are really great options. And that can really open up the door for uh, a lot more and leave, alleviate a lot of that student loan debt that most of us carry by trying to say, I want to go to all of these particular schools that cost $75,000 a year yeah. and stuff like that. I think they said at, on average, most a lot of the students are, are, are coming away with student loan debt of close to $300,000 for, for a bachelor's degree. So it's just like. Picking and choosing better, uh, a better choices uh, is, is is something I um, I advocate for now. Go to whatever schools are that are offering you the most money, so that that way, like you said, man, when you get out of school, you don't have this huge mountain of debt or this huge yeah. avalanche waiting to waiting to tumble on you, man. And it's just like you yeah. can still make some decisions and follow your passions a little bit more. It's a blessing knowing um knowing what you're going to knowing what you want to do too. You know what I mean because. Mm -hmm. You know, a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, that might not be for everybody. You know, yeah, some people, yeah. you know, might want to learn a trade and these CTE schools and are, are crucial too. You know what Facts. I mean? Facts. So listen, it's it's so many ways to secure the bag. Yeah. And everyone's path is not gonna be the same. The mm -hmm. most important part is that we end up at the same destination. So yeah. if you had to go left and I had to go right, yeah. as long as we end up right back here. That's all that matters. Absolutely. That's all that matters, man. Let me see. Let me see. Um, I know you said you grew up off of Second Ave, uh, 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 that type of area. When you were growing up in the Capital District area, uh, what kind of programs uh, did you take advantage of? And to the best of your knowledge, do you know if any of those programs are still in existence? So it's funny because, uh, you know, my mom was a single mother and Unless it was raining out, we couldn't be in the house just doing nothing. You know what I mean? So we always had to be outside the house. We always had to play some sort of sport or, you know, do something. So, you know, I was always involved in PAL. I did PAL basketball over at the VI. That's still going on. So that's, you know, that's huge. PAL's a great program. Shout out uh, to Lenny. Yep. Summertime, um, I always was in Lincoln Park at the 4-H program. I'm not sure they have that currently, but uh, that was a great program for kids in the summertime. Uh, 
Okay. Yeah, the yeah. uh, reason why I asked is because I think almost every person that I've interviewed, whenever we talk about uh, how Albany used to be in comparison to uh, it is now, the way it is now, we always ask about like what happened to all of the programs. Yeah, there were so many different programs. Yeah. It wasn't a shortage on programs. You can go to every part of the town and find something to get into. Absolutely. Whether you wanted to do tennis, you had 15 yeah. Love, you have 4H. I don't think 4H is around anymore, but I remember 4H yeah. too. I used to go to 4H myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, coming coming from Toast. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I mean, there were programs all over the town, and you know, uh, I look at uh, how. Um, how dangerous and tumultuous, I, I want to say, 20, uh, 2020 was, 2018 up there. So you start to ask, and a lot of it was for the younger youth. You know yeah. what I mean? It was just like, so it was like, what programs do we have available and where we, are the programs? I mean, I remember us having teen night, you know, yeah. in certain areas also. And, you know, they used to be flooded with people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kid, we used to look forward to that. Yeah. Um and, you know, there's not even really that anymore. I mean, the Arbor Hill Community Center, I believe, still still, is still mm. open. It still does things. But that's about it, man. And Albany is a little city, but, you know, we need more than one one yeah. program to keep these kids yeah. off the street. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, man. We need the boxing. Uh, we need bo- I know it's still open, not but him. we need resources for these yeah. programs, man. Because, one, especially the boxing program, we've seen a lot of, success stories yeah. come from out of there we've had a lot of success in boxing uh 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 from the capital district area from albany anywho so it uh i would really love to see um uh, uh some more funding uh for those programs and and all of the different pockets of the town because we need them yeah. uh, without them it's just like you know well what are we gonna do go sit like you said your right. mother made y'all get out the house yeah. the only way you was in the house was if it was raining outside right right so, Man, I used to go outside. I used to be the first person outside since I was in elementary school. I'd be outside about 6.30 in the morning, waking everybody else up. They they started sending uh, their mothers to the door (laughs) uh, uh, just because I couldn't convince them to get outside. So, you know, they say, well, he can't convince my mother if she comes to the door. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? But now everybody's inside. Everyone's indoors. And I think a lot of times... You know, we're probably going to look back on this time period, uh, definitely through COVID, and just realize how much our communication skills uh, among our socialization skills have changed. Because yeah. some people, you know, all they do is, is text all day. They don't even know how to have regular conversations, make yeah. eye contact with people. Uh, the younger generation don't know what it's like to stay outside all day, be yeah. playing games, playing chase, playing hiding, yeah. hiding, go seek, hiding, go get every yeah. possible game you can think of out there. Yeah. So, yeah. Let me see. Um, uh, uh, growing up, uh, uh, did you have, uh, uh, when you were a teen or a young adult, um, uh, do you recall having any mentors? And if so, um, uh, how did they impact your life or would have impacted life if you didn't have one? So as I stated, you know, growing up, I mean, my mother was a single mother. I didn't really have a father figure. You know, my my brother was my my older brother by three years was really my only real male figure I had Mm. to look up to. Um, But as I got older, you know, just some baseball coaches were great mentors, believe it or not. um, Corey Ellis, he probably doesn't even, he probably doesn't even remember this, but um, he was a 4-H supervisor, you know, some, some different title he had. And Mm. uh, I remember 
talking to him about, uh, you know, baseball, Little League. And uh, I played at Fort Whitehall, Little League. I used to always go down to Crank Park and play American. And, uh, you know, he took his time mm. to come see me play numerous times. And, uh, you know, that meant a lot. You know, that meant a lot as a kid growing up, you know, that showing people actually care. And, yeah. uh, you know, so that that was huge. That was huge for me. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my wild card question in there for you right now. Uh, I, I, I just I just cause I just cause I want to talk some doo doo. Uh, All right. Uh, where 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 would you rank Cormega in your uh, 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 in your uh, in your uh, in your priority listing for uh, for rappers? I'm uh, uh, the back community. I'm saying this to Kev uh, uh, because for years me and Kev have always been in support yeah. of Cormega. Uh, so you know that's one thing that we share in common. Where would you put Mega in 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 your um, in in your listing uh, uh, for your top rappers? Just my personal preference. Yep. He's gonna be. I mean, he's in my top five. Okay. He's, okay. he's in my top five, man. He, you okay. know, very Mine underrated. Too. Very underrated lyricist, man. Very underrated. Yeah. yeah. And one of the things I, I've always I've always uh, admired about him is that. He actually connects with the fans, and he's been doing it for years. Yeah, he's been doing it for years. You know, uh, 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 so you know, I mean, if you write to him, he'll typically write you back. Yeah. I almost had him come down to um, New York City. My uncle owned a bar in New York City in Harlem, and uh, he was going to come uh, a co-host an event there too. If I'm not uh, mistaken. We uh, we talked about that too back okay. when. I think we see we we saw one another. Um, I'm like the, you know, the group chat or something like that. And, uh, and then we, yeah. We, and then we connected again. Yeah. 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 Listen, that's, that's the thing. And I, I seen him, I met him. I got to take pictures with him when he came down here. So, oh. so, uh, it, it, it was kind of dope. It was kind of like a weird experience too. Sometimes you don't want to meet, uh, the right. people that, uh, that you, that you, yep. that you admire so much, yep. especially if, if it doesn't go all right, but uh, it was dope to be able to get pictures with him. And to, and to rock out with him in concert too. Shout out, uh, shout out to Mega for that. Definitely, definitely. That's my wild card for uh, uh, that was my wild card for you. All right. Um, uh, this question here is something that uh, is near and dear to me. It also goes back to what I was saying about how how violent um, uh, uh, the Capital District uh, uh, was in, in 2020 and 2018. As a corrections officer, I want to get your perspective on this as well. Uh, but uh, growing up in a capital district, Kev, uh, how have you been impacted by gun violence in the community? Um, I mean, growing up, guns weren't real. I mean, guns were around, but they weren't around like they are now. You know what I mean? So I remember a few times at uh, Huffman Park, you know, summer nights and stuff, people used to come from you know, uptown to down there. And, you know, there should be, you know, there used to be fights and, and things like that, but never really no gun violence. I never really had no, um, mm. you know, no, no real interaction. Like, like, like we do now, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, uh, it's just, it's a shame, you know, they're, they're everywhere, you know, as I stated, uh, <clears throat> working in the schools for, for that many years, um, you know, it's sad because sometimes I see kids that I, that I knew from back then, third, fourth grade, and they're now coming to jail. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's sad. Yeah, 
Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's also sad. I, I, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking, I won't say the name, but I'm thinking of one person in particular right now. And it's just like, wow. You know, in some of the situations I, I, I feel, I feel for the parents too. It's like, I'm, I'm thinking of something and the one parent has two kids that are probably going to be in there for life right now. And it's like, it's crazy because like you grew up with them uh, or you've seen them grow up, you, you know, them. And it's just like, you know, but those types of stories are happening uh, a, a, a way too often and it's way more prevalent than it needs to be in a small city. Albany is a small yeah. city. It's typically, uh, it's typically a village. Um, and it used to be, you know what I mean? Because I, right. I used to love that about Albany. Yeah. You know, I can go from uptown to downtown to yeah. town, and, 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 and I, I can go out here, hang out with the brew crew, up here with uh, uh, Cardona and these boys, wherever I wanted to go, man, and and, and get love. But um, mm -hmm. I haven't uh, I haven't seen that type of nostalgic feeling, that type of community vibe in a long time. And that that's not to say that we don't have positive people that are trying to do it, but it's in small pockets. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And it's getting younger and younger. You know what I mean? You. Uh, you sorry about that. You, it's it's uh getting younger and younger with these kids and the, and the violence and, you know, it's, we got to do something to try to try to change that. Okay. Okay. I like to say, man, one person at a time, one family at a time. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think there's, there's a big macro solution to it. Yeah. Uh, me, Kashif and, and Juan had uh, uh, maybe about a two hour, a two hour debate on this uh, last time I was up there in Albany. So 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 we went over to uh, 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 Luan's house and we were all just talking about, you know, what I mean, um, what we actually need. And it's like there's there's micro level issues and then there's macro level issues. Yep. But it was just like if we focus on the micro level issues, like being in control of ourselves, being in control of our families, trying to be a positive example. Ultimately, it'll help on the macro levels, too, because right. you can't control everything. But we got some things that's within our control and power and then try to make those things better. Hopefully it spills over into the larger community, which is on a macro level. Right. Yeah, man. Let me see. Uh, as a person who, who's worked with the youth uh, and uh, still has to engage uh, with them, uh, if you could prevent a young person in, in your life from making a mistake, uh, or what would it be? What kind of advice would you like to give to uh, to young adults uh, to help them not to make a mistake? I would just tell them to sit down and sit down, take your time, and think about things. You know, mm. most of these most of these kids now and and young teenagers they react too fast off mm. of. You know, of anything that, you know, it could be social media. It could be what their friend said, what a girl said. And um, they just want to go and react because they're worried about their, you know, they're, they're, they're worried about what others are going to say to them, call them weak or call, you know what I mean? And uh, I would just tell them, sit back, take a, take a deep breath and just, you know, and just think about it, you know, because I've seen too many people where, you know, they did, they, they reacted fast and, yeah. you know, and now they're sitting in jail, you know, and I want, I don't want to say their life is over because, you know, it's never, it's never over, but it's a, ma it's a major setback and it takes a long, it takes a long time to, uh, you know, to get back to it. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, no. I, I, I think that's an excellent point, Kev. Uh, uh, being able to just give yourself time. And a lot of times, uh, as, as you would know, uh, uh, seeing people coming in and out of the, uh, the jail, uh, a lot of it is split, split second decisions. So yeah. spend, spending some time on critical thinking skills yeah. and, and to be able to, to take an L. I was talking to um, uh, uh, Angelo Maddox, uh, 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 um, uh, just down there at Fresh and Fly. Yeah. And he was just talking about rail, you know, People don't want to fight no more. People don't want to use these, right? So it's just like people are always escalating into something else because they're afraid of, of taking a fight. But it's like sometimes, you know, instead of doing a decision that might ruin your life or or uh, deter uh, the path that you're on, you know I mean? Think about it. As you said, it's like think about yeah. another way of handling it. Think about maybe getting, getting from out of the situation. Yeah. Maybe... Uh, 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 keeping positive people in your circle, you know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's it's, it's, a, it's a lot of different things to consider. Yeah, yeah. Too. absolutely. Yeah, Got to keep positivity around. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm keeping you around because I'm, I'm waiting for lunch when I come back to all that too. <laughs> I told you, it's on, it's on me. It's on me. Let me see. Uh, I got a question for you. Um, this one has probably been the best question for me uh, in season two of the back community. Uh, but uh, what does success look like to you? How do you define sec uh, success, Kev? I think success is just happiness, you know? Mm -hmm. It's, you know, a lot of people look at success as, uh, you know, monetary, like money and, you know, mm -hmm. having more money than the next or, and, you know, we all need money to survive. You know what I mean? We want to be financially stable for sure. But um, at the end of the day, just be happy with what you want to do. Like we stated before, you know, like everyone has a different path to go on. So whether you want to be a, a carpenter and build houses or a, mm -hmm. a mechanic or a police officer or a teacher, you know, we all, um, as long as you love what you do, I think... Mm -hmm. I think you're absolutely successful. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And uh, do you think your definition of success has changed uh, as uh, as you uh, matured or got older? I say yeah, in some way, because um, you know, growing up as a young, or I'd say as late teen or eighteen, nineteen, you know, all we really cared about was money and you know things like and that. Girls absolutely girls money <laughs> cars you know now that's just you know irrelevant it's the, you know yeah. that no that doesn't make you that doesn't make you happy yeah um or successful you know what i mean so uh yeah successful to me taking care of your family you know making sure making sure my daughter is good you know making sure she had a better upbringing than i did you know I agree. I success. Yeah. What did what did Nas say on um he said um he said he said he said you're rich when your child's upbringing is better than yours. Yeah. Um what was the name of that album that Kanye produced for Nas? Why am I drawing a blank? Anywho, but yeah, you know, that's 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 how you know you're successful when your yeah, child's absolutely. upbringing is better than yours. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it might sound uh like it's um small but it's huge you know what i mean yeah. being able to provide uh, to provide a, a, a better quality of living for our kids is absolutely is, yeah let me see 
for you, um, how do you maintain a healthy work-life balance? By not taking it home with me. Mm. No, I don't, uh, you know, when I'm at work, I'm at work. I have a job to do. Um, you know, it can be stressful at times, just like any other profession. But uh, when I leave there, I don't, I don't think about that place. Um, you know, I do me focus on myself, my health, my daughter's health. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, just try to have that, try to have that balance. Okay. Okay. I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think Markel said something similar and, and I really loved it too when he said it. Um, uh, I know I'm going to jack it up right now, but he talked about having high reward, but low attachment to the job. Right. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know, you're all in when you're there. Absolutely. But when you leave, it's there. I mean, uh, you leave. You got to detach, you gotta detach yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. When he said it, I said, oh, yeah, that, oh, that, oh, that, uh, that was it, Kel. That yeah. Kel's becoming with him, man. He's a, he's a, he's a, smart, <laughs> guy. He's a smart guy. Shout out, shout out to Mr. Yeah. Put Your Health on the Shelf. Absolutely. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, man. Um, uh, thinking of the younger version. Uh, of yourself, thinking of the younger Kevin class, what is something you wish someone would have told the younger Kevin? That's a good one. I say, um, have patience. Hmm. You know what I mean? Um, just have patience. Everything doesn't have to come, you know, all at one time. You know, sometimes it's I say sometimes it's it, it's better that things don't happen when you want them to happen. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? If that makes any sense, you know, sometimes waiting a little while, you know, getting knocked down. Um, and then things happen. And after that, you can just appreciate it that much more. I agree. I agree. I agree. All right. And what is your favorite place to visit in the Capital District area and why? Oh, I'd probably say Washington Park, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably say Washington Park. I like walking around there, take, uh, taking a dog over there. Um, I don't know. I just it, it brings back little childhood memories, you know? OK, OK. Yeah, man, Washington Park is a. Um, is a huge part not only just for the courts um but you know one that i used to take i used to take washington park to to, to get home uh all, all yeah. the time because i lived uptown yeah. but you know i always freak uh, frequented uh the boys and girls club across town yeah. so uh when i'm leaving i'm leaving i'm leaving at night to go home and i can either go down lark street and go yeah. the long way uh, to get back uptown to go to Third Street or whatever and get yep. the Judson, or I can cut through the park. You know, the park is dark as dark as all outside yeah. then. So yeah. you know, but um, uh, so I spent many a nights uh, 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 going uh, going through the park and, and playing my Sony or uh, <laughs> on my commute. Yeah, on yep. my commute from Absolutely. uptown to cross town and cross town and back. But yep. yeah, Washington Park is dope. Yeah. yeah Let me see. Um, I got a couple more questions for you and I'm going to let you go. Uh, yep. but next one though is, uh, what about your life's path? Are you most proud of Kev? I just say not giving up, not falling in that trap. You know, there, I mean, I easily could have been on the other side of 
I, the bar, so to speak. You know what I mean? There's, I did a lot of dumb stuff as a kid, but I never took it to the extreme. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like others around me did. You know what I mean? I, I was, I don't want to say just smart enough, but yet still, still dumb. But um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy. I didn't, I didn't make, you know, like mm -hmm. super stupid decisions when I easily could have. Okay. Okay, I understand that 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, uh, a lot of it has to do with being in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of it has to do with a lot of prayer. A lot of yeah. it has to do with a lot of luck. You know what I mean? And a lot of it has to do with a lot of support. Absolutely. You know, so, you know I mean? Because, yeah, it could have uh, uh, easily been uh, I I either which way. So, yeah. So, let me see. Uh, are there any type of resources for you? I always try to uh, uh, gauge other people's mind to see what they're reading, what they're taking in. Uh, are there any type of books, podcasts, or uh, inspirational people that uh, you follow on uh, on social media? Uh, uh, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay positive? Any books, podcasts, so, uh, social media? I love following Michelle Obama. She uh, she comes with a lot of gems. You know what I mean? It, up, uplifting gems. Mm. So, um, she's okay. she's definitely she's definitely one. Just automatically comes in um, comes into my mind. Okay, okay, yeah, man. I I, I definitely love Michelle Obama. Uh, 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 she made me cry. Just I think she was campaigning uh, the very first time Obama was going through it, um, and I she was I think might have been Orangeburg, South Carolina, but just listening to her speech. And how well she articulated herself, uh, her delivery, how passionate she was, and how much you know, I mean, she was committed uh, to supporting her husband was dope. But yeah, her book "Becoming" is excellent. Yeah, uh, and Absolutely. yeah, you know, what I mean, when others go, when others go low, we stay high. When we yep. go high. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Let me see. All right. Um. Should entrepreneurship be taught in schools? Why or why not? I believe so now, you know, um, there's so many businesses starting up right now than say when you and I were in high school, you know what I mean? That, that wasn't really, I mean, it was a thing, but it wasn't nothing like how it is now, you know, whether it be, um, you know, Marky with the culture, with, with, with his, with his culture clothing line or, um, you know, so many numerous other things. It could be, you know, you could do hair, you can do nails. I mean, anything really. Um, so yeah, I do believe it. I do believe it should be, it should be taught in school for sure. Yeah, man. I, I think I, that goes back to the earlier conversation we had too, just about uh, having different options. You know I mean? School yeah. might not be for everybody, but uh, being an entrepreneur might be, being able yeah. to go ahead and open up your own businesses. The act right now the reach is crazy like yeah. for people in, in school right now you uh, uh I, I i know some i know some young men who who are getting money doing uh youtube channels yeah uh, uh, doing podcasts uh, uh selling merch yeah. so it's just like the the platform has expanded so much with with uh with the, the uh, uh the internet and and different platforms like instagram facebook and all these different things where you can get your your products out to people yeah. so 
I think it's a, it's a, it, it, I think it is something, I think entrepreneurship as well as financial literacy is something that uh, uh, we should have taught uh, within the school uh, districts um, because uh, uh, it's definitely financial literacy uh, because I think it affects everything else that comes uh, along uh, in your early life but definitely uh, later on in life. But uh, also uh, teaching people the skills that they have right now. My nephews over here in Baltimore were taking an entrepreneurial class, which made me think about it. And I know you worked with the school district for, for quite some time, but I was just telling them in their class, it, they had them teaching them how to do podcasting and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, you can do podcasting. You can find something that is interesting to you guys. You can monetize that, uh, that, that opportunity too. And it's just like learning how to, uh, to be your own boss. Not just saying that everybody wants to be a boss, but everybody right. wants to put the work in to be the boss. Right. So right. I think that they should, man. Absolutely. But I got one more question for you, Kevin. I'm going to let you go because I don't want to hold you up. What? And we're going to go. Uh, for you, do you find setting goals motivating or stressful? At times, I think it's both. But I would lean more towards the successful part. Like it... Um, it definitely, I think we all need to set some type of goals, whether it be, you know, with your health, with your, with your profession, with saving money, with, with, you know, with, with anything. I think we set, setting goals is definitely great, but, um, you know, I think we need to be realistic with them as well. You know, we can't just, I can't just say, oh, I want, I want a million dollars. My goal is to get a million dollars. And then, you know, I have, you know, 10, 20, $30,000. And now I'm, I'm disappointed in myself when in reality, that's a lot better than what, you know, some others have. So, um, setting realistic goals is, is huge. It's huge. Okay. okay. Yeah. And, and being able to set measurable goals because, yeah. you know I mean? Learning, uh, learning what I learned, like I teach, um, I teach Dave Ramsey's, uh, financial peace university at my church every Saturday. Okay. And, um, uh, teaching the tools how to become an everyday millionaire. You know, I mean, getting rid of all your debt. You know, yep. what I mean, uh, 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 learning how to to make more and to uh, increase your overall net worth. And it, it it's, it's possible. So, Absolutely. but you have to put in measurable plans. Have a plan for your money, or your money will have a plan for you. And that's that's where it goes back to that financial literacy piece. And you gotta and you gotta do some sacrificing too. You know oh, what yeah. I mean. You got to do some sacrificing and you got to be, you got to be, um, you got to be okay with that for mm -hmm. sure because it'll pay out in the long run. Facts. But that, yeah. that, that goes back to, uh, that goes back to your key, but you said you would tell the, the younger version of Kevin, be patient. Yeah. You know I mean, you Absolutely. see things, we live in a social media age where you want it, you want it now. It's Burger right. King. I mean, I want it my way, but be patient with yourself and realize that, you know, when it's time, it'll be time. Or, Absolutely. you know what I mean, do the work and, and, and realize that over time you're going to accomplish what it is that you set out to accomplish and it doesn't have to be right away. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, listen, man, the back community, you have it. Uh, uh, we have gotten a chance to, 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 to do the drill on Kevin class. Kevin, yeah. I truly appreciate you for uh, uh, taking the time out with us this afternoon, man, so I can dive into your story. Uh, understand your path a little bit more, bro. 
It's always a pleasure to uh, right. uh, to see you uh, uh, to see you when you post uh, uh, you and your daughter. It's always a pleasure to talk doodle to you, and yeah. it's always a pleasure to know that you know me. Uh, you and I both put uh, a nigga in our top yeah. five because yeah. personally, he's in my he's in my top five personal. Yeah, absolutely. But thank you for affording me the opportunity, and thank you for sharing your uh, uh, your story with the back community. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Oh, anytime, bro, man. I, I'll be up in Albany uh, yeah. uh, this weekend uh, oh. for the Black Expo. Okay. Uh, but I, I might not have enough time to, to play catch up oh. for lunch, but I'm coming for my lunch, man. That's you all I'm saying. Whenever, whenever you're here. Later. Yes, sir. All right, man. Peace, all right, man. man. Be good. Yes.